I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Bitch, bitch, bitches, leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast where you can hear a couple of guys talk about the movies. I'm Scott Sweeney, here with Ryan Ankner, we're the Turkey Boys, how do you do? What's happening, Hoops? He's back. We got a little snow day going on over here. Yeah, your boy is uh, having some brutal allergies, so Ooh. if I sound like asshole... I apologize. You got that cool guy, smoky voice thing going on. That's cool guy stuff. Yeah. I uh, I snowblowed the driveway three times. Not a boy. I don't like the snow. Not I, even a little bit. I shoveled like a real man. <laughs> and Shoveling is a production. Yeah, like we were saying in the thread earlier, shoveling is just the most unnatural. Like, you do it and you're like, I'm going to fall to ribbons later on today <laughs> the back shattering just it's the worst yeah like i said uh the physical therapist that i used to do referrals back and forth with uh he said to me there is no right way to shovel yeah so whenever personal trainers or people will post things like the great way to shovel it just there isn't one you got the right idea you need a machine to do this job i'm kicking it old school but I mean, I think we got a lot of birthdays and death days this week. I don't know if you want to get right into that fun. I do. He does. I almost want to do the deaths first because there's some goo ones. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's, go do, do let's do birthdays. Okay. I got to keep it real. She's in. Birthdays is quick anyway. I have uh, Betty White. It was supposed to be her birthday. <laughs> and uh, Nicolas so Cage is the big one. Huh? And that's the only ones I noticed. How old am I? Sometimes I'll seek them out when it's a light week, and I was like, I have so many deaths, it makes up for it. So let's... I actually noticed that Norman Reedus, oh. enemy of the show, has a birthday today. Hope he got a new motorcycle for that. And I should mention friend of the show, Dan Hall. It's his birthday today, who uh, we had on the program last week for our Licorice Pizza episode, if you missed it. Just give him a follow at Puke Night Dan. Wish him a happy birthday. The whole deal. <laughs> it is also my brother's birthday today and Lucy's birthday on Sunday. Ooh. Let's turn this into a birthday pod. Let's have Lucy down here. She can finally make an appearance. She would love that. Yeah. <laughs> on a sadder note, yes, yes. Uh, rap producer Trax a Million is dead. You're telling me Trax a Million is dead? He's dead. Uh, rapper Jay Stash wow. killed his wife and kids and then himself. Goddamn. Max Julian, black exploitation icon, <laughs> is also dead. Okay. State Assembly candidate Kelly Earnby died of COVID. Mm. The Bogdanov twins from France also died of COVID yes. after refusing the vaccine. Those are like cartoon character looking guys who look like they have like paper mache faces. Yes. I, th I thought it was funny that they died as a duo. Yes. <laughs> it's like they they lived and died together. I was going to say in life or in death, they imitated life or <laughs> whatever yes. that is. Um, Andy Cartwright, who is a Russian rapper, cheated on his girlfriend and she chopped him to pieces while he was still alive. A word? Yes. That's... Very gritty. Uh, Peter Bogdanovich from The Sopranos is dead. Yes. He played Dr. Melfi's therapist. Yeah, he actually, he was also a writer-director in his own right. Who mm. did like The Last Picture Show and these other movies called What's Up Doc and Targets. People are like reposting a lot of his stuff mm. after he died the other day. Worker. Uh, and a couple uh, had a baby? and decided they didn't want that baby, so they both took their own lives. So they're dead too. They don't even have names. This nope, is just, just like a, a couple. <laughs> and uh, oh. also Sidney Poitier is dead. Yes. Uh, famous, famous black man. Legendary actor. I like how he got billing after the nameless couple that took their own lives. Yeah, first things first. I mean, 
Sydney party will be missed. Guess who's not coming to dinner? Am I right, folks? <laughs> got him! <laughs> yeah, he like, kicked the bucket. He's like, like 100. Who cares? Joey got 20 bucks out of that, or 100 bucks, I should say, because it's everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, hold. And yeah, as fans know, we have our, our death pool that Ank is referring to. Mm. Joey won because he had Sydney party. Joey. Also, past guest of the show, past and future guest, Joey. Um, we like to make a bit out of everything, including death. Mm. It's, uh, you know. I like my popcorn with, uh, <laughs> with butter, lots of butter. We like the butter. There's Joey right there. But yeah, it, I mean, if you can't laugh at death. We were consulting that you sent that death list 2022, like all the hottest uh, leads of the year. I'm and just happy Dick Van Dyke's at the top of it. Yeah, Bob Barker's up there, who's my uh, dark horse. I've really just been waiting on. I love that they made this list. It's like the opposite of a 30 under 30. It's a fucking 50 over 80 or something. I'll yeah, the, it out. the fact that Bob Barker and Dick Van Dyke are still walking around doing interviews and like living their lives is beyond me. Yeah, they're probably not living good lives. They should probably forfeit their life. For the thread, yeah. for us to win twenty bucks. Um, I got a bunch of news. Hit me, baby. Um, I did my deaths. I did my birthdays. Those are both important things. But uh, oh, do you remember the diplomats, Cameron's group, the rappers? A word? Yeah, I do. Jim Jones was a member of them, and <laughs> he was on a an, at some interview the other day, and he revealed that he learned how to tongue kiss from his mother, <laughs> who tongue kissed him. Wow, that's and, quite a reveal. Yeah, he was saying it like it was NBD, and I found it quite shocking, personally. <laughs> a rapper just casually revealing that? Like, what? Like, yeah, dog, didn't you? Isn't this what everybody does? Yeah. That, um, is Cameron still a thing? He exists. He's still big, pretty big on social media. He's one of my few rappers who had a couple cuts that I was into. I like try to be a rap guy and doesn't really work. But every now and then I'm like, this is this one works. This is fire, as they say. Are you more of an Adele guy? I am. Mm. Did you know that she just bought Sylvester Stallone's uh, mansion that was originally listed over $50 million, and I think hey, she paid half that? Hey, Adele, she came over and sang me a song. I was like, hey, you. That's kind of a fun... Weird duo. Yeah. What a fun uh, banter they probably had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was toying with the idea of doing an Adele voice, but we're going to press on. Is she British? She is. She's a cheeky bird. And yeah, music-wise, that new Weekend album came out. I was listening to that on the way over. It's got some cuts. You like it? Mm. Mm. And uh, he seems to still be in that like uncut gems, like 80s music kind of mode. Interesting. Which is cool. Speaking of uncut gems, Julia Fox from that movie. Oh, wow. Uh, Currently dating Kanye West. New power couple alert. <laughs> I love it. And I think those two crazy kids just might make it. <laughs> I'm calling it now. She's basically just a less famous version of Kim Kardashian. He's just right back into it. Yeah. I mean, she is a babe with a big old butt. I mean, it makes sense. He's got a type. Yeah, he likes uh, white girls that don't act quite white. Mm. And well, I mean, I guess Kim Kardashian, like Armenian, Armenian is white, right? This is this is stupid. She's everything. But uh, I saw that Julia and he have already like been on, and I th I am thinking that it's like the Pete Davidson publicity stunt kind oh, of thing, yeah. in the sense that Fuck like yeah, it's dude. everything they do is photographed. Yeah, just just feels inauthentic to me. Yeah, and like they went on two dates, and they've already done like interviews about their dates, and, right? Uh, they released a series of photos where Kanye is like dressing her to go out to dinner. He did that to Kim too. That's like, that's, I feel like that's real. Yeah. But some, it's just odd. Someone online was comparing him to like Reynolds Woodcock from Phantom Thread, <laughs> like dressing all his babes and just acting like a lunatic. It's like, that probably is what's going on. But yeah, she 
had this, I think I have the thing here. Yeah, they went to a restaurant. Uh, Kanye directed an entire photo shoot for me while people dined. The whole restaurant loved it and cheered us on while it was happening. After dinner, he had a surprise for me. Uh, he had an entire hotel suite full of clothes. Felt like a real Cinderella moment. She goes on and on. I don't know where things are headed, but if this is any indication of the future, I'm loving the ride. Yeah, it definitely seems like a stunt, and they're just trying to like... Oh, yeah. You know, they're going to It can't days. be real. I don't believe anything that any of the Kardashians or Kanye does is real anymore. No. It just feels like everything is just like such a calculated PR move. Yeah. And I love Kanye's music. And speaking of Kanye's music, I know that he's already working on Donda 2. Donda 2? Which like, I liked Donda. And I listened to it straight through at least three or four times and then like forgot it existed. So yeah. I, I think I need to revisit it and then get ready to tune into the second one which is probably going to be like a hundred tracks yeah and even weirder and more experimental with more features donda i feel like i like two or three of the like 19 songs on it which is mm. fair but yeah maybe she'll get him out of this hacky god phase he's been in we'll see yeah that'd be nice yeah no more god 2022 <laughs> i shouldn't say hacky it's not hacky to be into god Monty's punching the air right yeah. now on, on that third listen up in the fucking Catskills or wherever the hell he is. Sam, edit, are the Catskills in New York? Edit that out for the king. Monty, if you could. Monty's uh, actually in Colorado now, right in the heart of the fires. So, Ooh, Monty, are, we're praying for you. Are there fires out there currently? There are, and he's actually not that close to them. But even still, hmm. it just that is like my biggest fear: just being on fire. Yeah, that'd be a bad one. I don't Me think or my either. property. I'm I'm out. My I've already dealt did. with the water. I don't need the fire. Kids had it with Let's the elements. Um, you want to head down to the sports corner for a hot second? I do. You want want to ride the music? I got you. Yes. Don't fucking update. Like, did you see the whole thing with Antonio Brown? I that? did. I was going to cover that too. I love it. That was hilarious. He was doing like a Costanza bodysuit man level meltdown <laughs> at the end of like hey, a real, body suit man. A real NFL game. All right, men, take it away, hoops. Um, yeah, I don't know too much more about it. He's what team was he on? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Kid with Brady, with my fucking guy, Tom and, Brady, and Gronk. I'm surprised Gronk didn't like tackle him when he was making a scene because Gronk's a uh, a company man, team player. That um, yeah, I wish I knew more about it. Do you do you know any more about it? <laughs> I know <laughs> that he, I him? know that he took his shirt off and they dismissed him from the team. Oh yeah, he got fired. He's off. He's the- not on a team anymore, but he's a good player. So stay tuned. More sports. Everything coming up. Maybe we'll pick him up, free agent wise. Make him a new announcer. Also, I saw that the Celtics lost to the Knicks last night, kid, and I'm fucking sick to my stomach over I believe that the Celtics are having a bad year. I actually did go to a game because my client gave me the tickets, and mm. it was they were terrible. I felt like that was the end last night just because they made a big thing in the clip when the game was over. It seemed like an end-of-series type thing, but I don't know. This is classic sports corner. We have two sports stories that we know, like, three percent information yeah that's the whole bit we know nothing we have like one (gasps) percent a couple of one percenters and i'm sneezing throughout it true (laughs) i said to lucy on the plane coming back from florida i was like my allergies are going to explode in like two days and i woke up this morning and my whole sinuses were like woke up this morning it might be okay by tomorrow we'll see I took a Sudafed, so I feel like crap. They said they finally announced when season three of Atlanta will return March 24th. Saw that. Two episodes dropping at once on FX and Hulu. I feel like the show's been gone for like eight years, so it'll be nice to watch a new episode. Yeah. Donald Glover's Atlanta. If you're not familiar, folks, great show. It's definitely been too long, and I've already, I don't remember one detail about the previous season yeah it's been like three calendar years legitimately because it was a while 
wait anyways. And then like COVID happened. And yeah, Lucy and I met in August of 2019 and mm. Atlanta had been off the air for almost a year. Yeah, and exactly. that was, that was almost three years ago. Ridiculous. Looking forward to seeing where they take that program. The, I know you're a little fucked up about this news. Jared Leto's Morbius has pushed its release from, it was supposed to come out in like two weeks. It's been pushed to spring amid the Omicron surge. And this is probably your most anticipated of the year. Are you fucked up about this? I am. Fuck. At least we have this 30 Seconds to Mars Jared Leto track to enjoy. Hank's blowing his nose again. <laughs> Don't tell them. I was trying to sneak it in. Just carry me while I'm doing it. It's not an easy thing to sneak in. But, uh, yeah, Morbius. We gotta wait a little longer for that fucked up masterpiece. Is there anybody clamoring for Morbius? No. <laughs> What's up with that? It's a fake movie that looks like it was made 10 years ago. He, gets, he gets lots of opportunities. And yeah. I'm wondering, is that because he got an Oscar? That probably doesn't hurt. Right. But yeah, he's, it's enough with him. He might be headed for the obits if he doesn't uh, play He was great in House of Gucci. Gucci. Did you see that uh, Nicolas Cage interview where he's talking huh? about uh, almost getting killed by a horse named Rain Man on the set of the last movie he was making? No. That's it's super good. weird. It's very good. Who was the interview with? They do one of those roundtable things with, it's kind of a wacky crew. It's him, Dinklage. Oh, okay. Like a Bravo thing? Yeah. Or and whatever. Andrew Garfield and Simon Rex and somebody else. Love Simon Rex. Oh, that was for Vanity Fair. Yeah, that's what it I was. I saw that. On the, I saw the cover. And the kid from uh, Lovecraft County, whose name I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Majors. It was a fun crew. And Cage is in like classic Cage mode, just telling the story like, this horse really didn't like me. And then someone else was like, I actually worked with that exact horse on the movie I just did. And I got along fine with it. It's a fun clip. It's it's online if you want to check I it out. I enjoy a few of those interviews. I watched one with Mel Gibson, like prior to the jacuzzi uh, tirade. Yes. <laughs> His finest hour. Mm. I wonder if that Lethal Weapon 5 is still happening. They announced that a little while ago. Wasn't he directing it or something? Or he financed it? or Something weird like that. Something fucked up. Shane Black not even attached. No, couldn't be bothered. They announced the Coachella lineup. Are we music festival guys? Um, <laughs> yes. We did go to Bonnaroo like 14 years ago. So I guess we're music festival guys. <laughs> Just lingering off of that. But yeah, the Kanye will be at Coachella and Billie Eilish. I guess they're the big headliners. And I thought there was more in this picture. There's not... Those are a whole to-do. It's fun to go to, but you get sick of it after like a day or two. Yeah, I have like no desire. Even mm. if I were able to leave and go somewhere else and have like a real hotel room and a bed and like, like as I know people will do that for Coachella. Mm. Coachella's not really as like, you're not roughing it like Bonnaroo. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose some people are or Burning Man. I'm right. I dated a girl once and she said to me, like, you'd really just like, I know you're sober, but I think you'd love going to Burning Man. <laughs> and I was just like, you don't know me even a little bit. What do you think I'd love about it? Oh, you mean that filthy, drug infested dust bowl? Yeah. You try to be the guy who runs into the thing like happens every year. <laughs> She's just like, Ryan, my goodness. But yeah, and I also saw that uh, WB and Viacom CBS are exploring a sale of the CW. Reportedly, yeah, they should have unloaded that <laughs> years ago. Reportedly, the network hasn't turned a profit since 2006. Jesus. I mean, I thought the... When I hear stuff like that, it's just like, huh? Like, then why have you been churning out like two dozen superhero shows for the past decade or so? And why didn't you ever cancel Supernatural? <laughs> Gave that show like 18 seasons. Maybe that's the only thing that was keeping them afloat. I don't even know. I 
forgot about Supernatural existing. And then you're like the third or fourth person I've heard mention it this week. Someone was saying they Ooh. dove in because it was a, people do that where they're like, I'm looking for something to binge. And they'll just pick the show with the most seasons. <laughs> I'm looking to waste as much of my life as possible. <laughs> right. Like, so. I'm going to really sink my teeth into something. It doesn't matter if it's good. Like, it's just, you know, it's it's there. And yeah. it's it's a lot. Yeah. And it's lengthy. Quantity over quality. And also, that show, they do like 20 episode seasons. You can really just Woof. fritter away your entire life with a show like that. Did you hear about the guy from the Kings of the Stone Age? Um, I didn't. Do you mean Queens of the Stone Age? Do they reboot? Is it Queens? It is. I queens. wrote Kings. <laughs> they are Kings. No, it's Kings, isn't it? No. The fuck. band? Very what much. The fuck queens. is Kings of the Stone Age? I'm thinking a King of Queens, maybe. Either way, Queens of the Stone Age guy threatened to kill his ex-wife's new boyfriend and throw him off of a second-story balcony. Oh, word. I don't know what came of it, but yeah, he definitely made the threat. That's a bold threat. Hmm. I wonder if you followed through. I hope so. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's wacky. And Benji Madden and Cameron Diaz just celebrated their seven-year wedding anniversary. Wow. You know what? Those crazy kids are going to make it. It's looking like. That seems like they should have been divorced <laughs> six years ago, but I mean, I guess they're there now. Mm. Cameron Diaz like did a soft retirement from acting like seven years ago she's been in anything in a while and unless she returns her final movie will be the remake of annie starring like her and jamie fox what a what a movie to go out on did she play annie she did not <laughs> she played like annie's little... mom or something she plays annie with like the cum in her hair from something about mary <clears throat> he's in uh the rocks terramana tequila Topped 600,000 cases, making it the fastest growing tequila in the history of all spirits. And I uh, <laughs> am upset about it. I hate the advert that he does for Terramon Tequila in this dog shit song probably put them over the top. This song, I'd play it like every week, and there's never a way to cue it without it like roaring in like way too loud and like choppy. And that song's in the obits. I mean, I hate The Rock and everything he does. I hate to see him thrive. I only drink Vin Diesel's booze. Does Vin have a drink? <laughs> I mean, I'm coming out with a little something. It's, uh, it's a line of Corona hard seltzers. For busters. He should actually do that. And I still think if him and The Rock recorded a song together, it could change the world and change the Fast franchise and just, I don't know, maybe make everything better. Mm. He agrees. I do. He loves the idea. I do. Mm. Um... The White Lotus, Michael Imperioli, to star in the second installment of the HBO series. Call me a taxi. T. He doesn't do too much acting these days, so I guess it's a big deal, him. What about that Stu Unger story? <laughs> what about it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're forgetting about how good that was. <clears throat> that, like, made-for-TNT movie that, 17 like, years ago? That, like, made-for-five-for-twenty blockbuster movie? Yeah. <laughs> High Roller, the Stu Unger story. Let's get a High Roller poster down here. I think that would be perfect. In. Um, yeah. yeah, he probably just got bored doing the podcast <laughs> with Bobby Bacala. Oh, yeah, he's doing that. I gave up on that a while ago, even though it was a fun listen. It was fun for the first few, and then it's like, oh, they're going to do every episode, and I just got bored. They're too long. They, yes. they do like three-hour pods. It's like, what is, what is this? But yeah, if you never saw White Lotus, it's a great... Uh, limited series that's getting the anthology treatment with a whole new cast and setting um i think mike white does that show he does he's a worker uh richard karn who played al on home improvement <gasps> announced he was getting into the nfts game <laughs> and then had some pushback and had this legendary post where he said i've thought long and hard about nfts and i've decided it's not something i need to do it's just a picture of him like at a restaurant smiling 
<laughs> just an incredible post from Richard Kern. His big Twitter following, just like, oh, okay, this is the direction we got to go now. Yeah. Him just like, do I do an NFT? Is this anything? I still don't fully understand what an NFT is. I don't, and I don't think I ever will. I don't think I want to know. Someone's explained it to me at least once, and it just it didn't stick. Sounds dumb to me. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's like a picture that you own the rights to, and you can put it in a... Yeah, it's like, like you can like bop around the metaverse with your pictures. Like, oh, cool. I, I don't understand what the metaverse is either. There was like no. some story the other day that a guy groped a woman in the metaverse and people were making a big deal of it. Like oh. he touched her breasts. It's like, well, as creepy as that is, like yeah. the metaverse isn't real. Yeah, like <laughs> as bad as that sounds, nothing actually happened because it's not a real thing. How about we just delete his account? Yeah, that seems like a quick How about fix. That? Or you put him in jail. Pretty soon we'll be at a point where it's like Minority Report and we're getting in trouble for stuff that happens that's Ooh. not even real. Hell yeah. Looking forward to that. I just rewatched that. The movie rocks. I'm, guys, I want to apologize in advance for like all my little and sniffles on the fucking mic. There's like, yeah. I'm, there's almost no way for me to stop doing this. I almost called the podcast today. I almost wow. hit you up and said, let's not do this. Kid. You should have. <laughs> Somebody at home is so pissed right yeah. now. I bet Rion's pissed. He he always complains when there's sniffles. Yeah. I'm like, all I can hear is you sniffling. Then go back to listen to Barstool, tough guy. Kid. Wow, um, he's attacking the heads. Shots fired at all the turkey heads that don't like my fucking allergy sniffles. West. Maybe it's COVID and I'm dying, so be empathetic. Ooh, plot twist. Wes Anderson is set to direct a adaptation of Roald Dahl's The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar for Netflix with Benedict Cumberbatch set to star. Did He's, Benedict Cumberbatch get like a Netflix deal or something like Adam Sandler wise? Because just me, jumping in after the power of the dog with another piece of shit. Me and Cumberbatch are doing a two hander. He's starring in Hubie Halloween too. Fart incoming or. I mean, Wes Anderson's making a lot of pictures. He just wrapped a movie with Tom Hanks and Margot Robbie and his usual batch of sidecars. Now he's got this next one. The Terminal up. 2? Yes, it's The Terminal 2. <laughs> Tom Hanks reprising his iconic, unforgettable role as that guy from Krakosia. I own two copies of The Terminal on DVD. Sam, edit that out. <laughs> it's disgusting. But... I didn't love the French Dispatch, his last one, which we covered a few episodes ago. But I mean, I love a lot of his other movies. And I got to like one of these next one he's got coming out. So I'm, I, I'm on board. I have been holding out hope that there will be another Tenenbaums in him. But Ooh. I think the stuff that I love about Tenenbaums is just lost on him at this point like he's like gone so far up his own ass yeah he is a little like he's gone like into the his aesthetic so yeah. deeply like i don't even know if he knows like what a person is anymore well i mean that works for him none of the movies fail i mean people enjoy them yeah french dispatch had stuff about it. i just thought it was it was a little much i don't know a little slow i thought it was very boring yeah kind of insisted on itself mm. from time to time Speaking of stuff that's not boring and does not insist on itself, Kevin Costner's Yellowstone has set ratings records with its season four finale uh, this past Sunday. More than 11 million viewers tuning in to watch it live. The highest views since the 2017 Walking Dead season eight premiere. Yeah, I saw someone did like a little graph to extrapolate how big these ratings are. This is like the most anyone's watched a TV show in like decades i watched it live and i never do that i was yeah. at my dad's and he has cable so i was like let's do it i haven't watched a show live in like no. at least 12 years it just isn't you don't do it anymore. anymore yeah it's like the sopranos was the last time i felt compelled i get succession i'll watch succession right at nine o'clock on sundays yeah i guess but if, there's if some I'm there yeah there's yeah. something about like you got, yellowstone is like still it's a paramount show so like when you're watching it on cable you're watching it with commercials mm. and like even if you have dvr and you're zipping through them that you're you're catching half of them by accident because yeah. they they do this thing where they put the actors from the show in the commercials Ooh. so that you get tricked and you stop on them and then you're like i'll just leave it because fuck it and that's i know that's what they're banking on that's sneaky 
It feels illegal to me. Yeah. And it shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> but was it a was it a hot finale? Were you were you pleased? Uh, of the entire season, it was probably my least favorite episode oh, for being candid. I don't want to spoil for any new uh, stoners out there, but <laughs> thank you for adopting that uh <laughs> that moniker. Really appreciate that. Yeah, it's uh it's a great show. I I love it, but as I said a couple of weeks ago, I don't want to push it on anybody anymore. Mm. Because I've too many people are like the finale is too long and it's uh, no. oh too much content. Okay, could you? It's your show. Your it's mine. Don't watch it. You'll <laughs> ruin it if you watch it. Keep your hands off my show now. The 2022 Golden Globe Awards will be a private event and will not be live streamed or aired on television. <laughs> the results will be announced from a press release. I guess the globe, uh, the Golden Globes are like dead. I was over there. It seems. Now I'm over here. They had a big controversy. Like the people who run it were accused of all sorts of weird shit, and as a mm. result of that, people like aren't taking them seriously anymore and not airing them really. Award shows have been having a tough run. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure Yellowstone's finale got better ratings than the Oscars by oh, like a triple margin. Yeah. Like, like ridiculous, mm. and it's. The Grammys just got punted due to COVID, and the Oscars are supposed to be next month, so there's no way that's happening. Yeah. I wonder what the Oscar nominees will be in this I don't even want to know. There's I been re- some good stuff, but I just feel like it's going to be a, an odd conglomeration. I feel like Power of the Dog is going to get entirely too many nominations, and it's going to annoy me. Yeah. I didn't and then, like that. Spencer and a few other like slog fests. The Power of the Slog is strong. Uh, finally, we got some good news. James Corden has tested positive for COVID-19 <laughs> with all episodes of his Late Late Show canceled for the rest of the week. Whew. How many of those does he do a week? I think he does five. Jesus. I think they all do, like, or maybe four at this point. I haven't watched a late night show in... They're all so bad. Yeah. They're a chore, to watch like they're not you seen this you heard about this yeah like i used to kind of enjoy conan back in the day i shouldn't say kind of i I enjoyed conan conan's funny but he's probably the best of them i mean i i used to like watching like old tonight shows with my dad but Mm. i never really dug my mitts into any of them like tonight show or leno i'm just yeah, like if they have someone I really like on, I'll watch that and maybe watch like the rest of the episode. But I would never, I never got like locked in. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch Kimmel tonight. I can't, can't go to bed without watching Kimmel and that geek Corden. It's just a weird batch of sides. What up, side? Uh, Tom Holland says he once had a meeting with Sony to pitch a young James Bond origin film. And said it didn't really make sense, it didn't work, and I don't think the Bond estate was particularly interested. Oh. I'm glad he got taken down a peg. He gets too much work and too many reboots. Like, you don't need to play James Bond just because you're British. I noticed a lot of people on Letterboxd putting Cherry in their top 10 for the year. Oh. Which I found sort of interesting. I think it's weird that Cherry even came out this calendar year. I feel like we watched that in February, yeah. right? I feel like we watched that like two and a half years ago, <laughs> but it's just been like a long year. That cherry was okay, I guess. I liked it. Yeah, it was too long. Yeah, and I'd never watch it again. Right, like what? Well, it's for me. I think a large portion of what I deem good about a film is if I if it has rewatchability. Yeah, exactly. And most movies don't. And sure. unfortunately, unfortunately, right. You get about five rewatch, like truly rewatchable movies a year in terms of like an uncut gems where I can just like put it on and coast at any scene. Mm. Uh, I can't think of the last one that there was. Licorice pizza was kind of like that for me. I'm looking forward to seeing that again. I'll watch that again. Probably that probably will be like a one or I'll probably watch that twice more for the rest of time. He's in. Um, what else? That's all my news. They released a first look at the new designs for the new Beavis and Butthead movie and show for Paramount Plus. Oh. Oh. I can't. I realize I can't do that laugh. That at all. sucks. The, that's, a, uh, that's a 
not cool, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're in the pocket. <laughs> he found it. But I love, they're doing the thing I always talk about where animated shows should have their characters age and like do a new spin on it. Like they release these pictures, like they're older now. Oh, I love that. They it's, both got fat. Yeah, they're like fat and middle-aged now. I think that's like a great bit to do with them. And I don't know, I think it's inspired. Beavis and Butthead, you're both expelled. Bobby, I've been watching King of the Hill again. Hell yeah. I think King of the Hill is the best of his stuff. If you break it all down, like Office Space, Beavis and Butthead, Idiocracy, everything Mike Judge, uh, whatchamacallit, the Silicon Valley. You can Mm. take everything he's ever done, I'm going King of the Hill. That's fair. It is a great show. It's like very deadpan funny. Yeah. It was... I like it way more now than when we were younger and it was on because yeah. it's not as like wacky as the other animated shows. It's, you know, a little dry. Yeah, when we were kids, I needed that Beavis and Butthead, like people getting kicked in the nuts yeah, the, type of humor. The classic stuff. Yeah. And now I appreciate more. A good just, Peggy, like slide yeah. dig type one-liner. I hear you. And what else do we have? Winnie the Pooh is now public domain. <laughs> I'm going to write him into my next screenplay. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh enters. Or Winnie the Poop. What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Who stole that? Where's my honey? Ah. <laughs> I've tried. Is there a Winnie the Pooh song? I feel like there isn't. Ooh. I, I think so. Like, uh, is this a Winnie the Pooh voice? Is that what he sounds like? Sam, edit that out too. But yeah, that it's funny when things get out of the. Is or, that a thing? Like enter the public domain. Like, do they have to choose to put something in the public domain? How does that work? I think it's normally like a when the rights expire mm. or something. I wish I knew more about. Like it. the patent on Viagra. Ooh, yeah. Now let's, we can let's all, scoop that up. Now we can all get boners, huh? <laughs> Fucking hell yeah, doggy! You had a boner today. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Tell um, us about it. Not yet today. No? Bonerless so far. How's that working out? I mean... I uh, you ever pee with a boner? I'm getting a little fired up now that we're you talking about it. You ever pee with a boner sitting down? Uh, yeah. I think so. Where you gotta like bend it down oh. and like bend your penis into your asshole? <laughs> or yeah. like your he- the helmet of your dick is just mashed into the porcelain? Mm. Or you could just like pee normally. That, that's an option, too. That's true, too. <laughs> Sam, edit pretty much everything I've said out. Like, try to grab all my allergies, sniffles and coughs and sneezes and, yeah, and then the boner stuff. That that can go, too. Because yeah. there's, I don't know who's going to laugh or find that relatable at yeah. all. And it's gross. Yeah. And I'm above that. And I did want to mention that friend of the show, Rian, did a dope drawing of Bill the Butcher from Gangs New York, that I believe is for sale. Maybe we give him a plug, his Instagram, at Rion Folan, R-I-O-N-F-O-L-A-N. Mm. Is that what it is? Is that his at? I think so, isn't it? I think so. Either way, let's let's look it up. That yeah, way he's, we know. Been, uh, he's been working on that for a while. It came out great. I said mm. to him, like, I feel like you're on a whole new level. Ooh. Yeah, it's at Rion Folan. You are correct. He's on and, a new uh, level. I will actually share it on my uh, the Enough Instagram as well. I'll do that right now. That oh, way yeah. I don't forget. But, but yeah, it, check out it his came stuff. out great. It's fucking. It's a piece of work. Who is this under my brush? <laughs> I think I captioned that with. For it's fun. funny it, he captioned it with that, and I posted it and captioned it with that too. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Well, he did with knife. I added the brush part. Right, well, yes. No. I don't I want to step on your joke. <laughs> then I just did, took the direct quote. Yeah. Because I can't think of any other quotable lines from that movie. That is the big... Yeah, I can't really think of Can any we talk other... about how Leo looks weird in that movie? With that hat? In gangs? Yeah. It's a strange look for him. Yeah, he's... You don't really buy him as an Irish guy. No. But he, he did his best. Leo's come into his own, I think, significantly since that movie. Uncle Leo... Oh yeah, he's like, 
He's done. I'm old. I'm confused. But yeah, maybe we take a break and watch The Tender Bear, a new Ben Affleck bartender movie that's on Amazon Prime, directed by George Clooney. Yes. He's What'll in. it be, buddy? <laughs> I like George Clooney from ER. I've used all these bar napkins. I'm soaked. Fuck, fuck, fuck. But yeah, I got a good feeling about this. Hopefully it'll be a hot one. And folks, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. He's in. Take a stand together. Hey, folks. It's time to take a stand. <laughs> Are you taking a stand over there? I, uh, yes. He is. Yes. Folks, we're just getting back from The Tender Bar, which is now in theaters and on Amazon Prime. This is a movie directed by George Clooney and written by William Monaghan, who wrote The Departed. Ah. And starring mentor of the show Ben Affleck. Once again, revisiting his favorite genre, like underdog, comedy, drama, family movies that deal with alcoholism. Just ripping heaters. Yeah. He's very good at playing a drunk. He's a few scenes in this where it's just like, what a pro. Probably has his, his 10,000 hours of practice. It'd be <laughs> cool if he had a few more scenes and elevated this movie beyond a bore. Yeah, I was expecting this to be like an Affleck <clears throat> showcase. He's kind of a sidecar. This is like a coming-of-age type movie about his nephew who has like a dud of a dad, so he's looking at Affleck for a father figure at the tender bar, the titular tender bar. And this was... I was kind of digging it in the first half because that was when Affleck was really spewing some... Uh, some powerful dialogue. Then it just kind of like falls apart. Yeah, it comes in hot. Yeah. And then I found myself quite bored. Yeah, it's a period piece. It's in like the 50s or 60s. Who can even be sure? Uh, 80s Maybe. for now. And yeah, like solid if unspectacular, I'd say. I kind of hated it. Yeah, like everyone was good in it. The script was just kind of just like, Bleh. there was no bad acting. There was no bad direction. It was just boring. Yeah, it Ty was... Sheridan uh, is the main focus. Yeah, and he's just he's kind he's of in a, a lot of right. He's in a lot of good movies, but he's just like not a captivating character. Yeah, really. Like I don't, I never found myself really curious as to what he's going to say or do next. Yeah, he's just like a guy. Like, hi, I'm here. And they, this movie has weird narration by Ron Livingston. They do like a, gives it kind of like a Wonder Years type of vibe, <laughs> which it was like unnecessary. It was one of those movies like, we don't need this narration. No. Like it came in every now and then to be like, just explain something that was painfully obvious from watching the movie. Yeah, no narration was necessary and Ron Livingston is not a narrator. No, it was distracting. Yeah. I was I picturing him recording it. <laughs> I have almost nothing to say about this movie. If that tells you anything, because usually, like, I'm just full of bullshit. And, uh, yeah, it was just kind of there. It didn't really leave much of an impression at all. By tomorrow, I'll forget this movie ever happened. Most very likely. much like I can't think of a movie that Clooney did beyond Confessions of a Dangerous Mind that I even really care about at all. He is so bad at picking scripts. <laughs> like, I almost think he's a decent director even though most of the movies he's directed are very bad, if that makes sense. He's just like... It does. The scripts he picks, it's like, Leatherheads, why did you make this movie? Huh. Fucking The Monuments Men doesn't exist. <laughs> Suburbicon, no one even knows what that is except for me. The Midnight Sky, that Netflix movie? It's like Clooney. George Clooney kind of makes fake movies, I'm realizing, going down this list. It's not even that they're fake. It's just that they don't exist. Yeah. Because I know we, we say both of those things about a lot of movies, and I think they're very mm. different things. 
Yes. A fake movie is like the Bruce Willis weekly iTunes two mil special. Hey, how you doing? I got a new one this week. It looks pretty good. I'm it's making like, that face that I make all the like time. It's like me and John Cusack in space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it had a budget of $110,000. Most of it went to me. All of it. <laughs> it's terrific. That's a fake movie. Yeah. A movie that doesn't exist is Monuments Men is a perfect example where it's just like this big budgeted thing that you see and hear about yeah, a with lot. a huge cast right. and like huge cast bunch of celebrities glad handing and then just whoosh it yeah. never you, you maybe not you maybe didn't even see it it's just I lost the time it. like immediately I saw it it was terrible huge slug and yeah this one Affleck kind of elevated it into the realm of watchability Mm. But nothing else in this movie was really doing anything for me no. in any way. Kind of a listless movie. <laughs> I like to bring out the vocab every now and then. I like that, yeah. It was just... like One of the best parts about it was the soundtrack. You know when you're like, hey, it had a good soundtrack, that the movie's just kind of a nothing. <laughs> they had some fun like 70s, 80s songs. Yeah, Clooney was throwing out all sorts of needle drops trying to keep us invested he really was which is like a scorsese move and it works when he does it because it's usually got a great flick behind it yeah and i think clooney is just the guy in hollywood that's so good looking and likable and and just a good guy and a good man and like there's he's never had a scandal and He's probably good to work with. So people will just let him do projects. And there's nobody that's going to say no to George Clooney when he's like, I got this idea for a movie. Yeah. And it's going to be like a couple of drunk guys in, in the middle of... Especially the streamers. They're probably just like, who would say no? You're George Clooney. Sure, make this movie that will appeal to no one right. and barely anyone will watch. It's a prime original, folks. The Tender Bar, if you want to check it out after that glowing <laughs> review. Somebody's going to say they loved it, and then they're going to tell us we're idiots. I, yeah. And I'd like to be... I'm thinking Rion's going to like this movie. I'm thinking he's listening to this right now going, you guys are idiots. He's. I feel like he likes Ty Sheridan, and he's a huge Affleck guy. I'm calling it now. Interesting. And Monty won't ever see it because he doesn't have access to Amazon Prime because he, he doesn't have Amazon. Mm. And... Uh, parsons doesn't have the time to watch anything and those no, are our no. three biggest turkey heads so no 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 yeah really i can't recommend this one i mean what else did we watch this week can we talk about a movie we liked i mean is there one i just i'll talk about red rocket just because i Ooh. did like it and i know you still need to see it but i mean by the time you see it we probably won't talk about it anyway and i've it's, heard nothing yeah. but good things about this movie it uh, speaking of Rion, he and I saw this at the uh, the Brookline Theater the other Ooh. day, mm. and we arrive, and the woman's like, proof of vaccination, please, like really aggressively. And I was like, I mean, I am, and I'm okay with that, but like, be less aggressive. Mm. And, I sh you? and I said to her, is that a Brookline thing? And she goes, no, we've been doing it since we reopened. And I'm like, you mean since like when the vaccine was first available. Mm. I didn't even I didn't even continue at that point. I could tell she hated me just for questioning it even a little bit. And that's mm. that's the thing I hate about the far left and I'll go down the rabbit hole with this all day. <sighs> they don't quite it's like questioning what they believe is the problem. The far left and the far right. No fars allowed here in the chill zone. Yeah. That's what all I'm going to say. We keep it nice and easy. Yeah. Right down, right down the middle, boy. I was boys. trying to think what the opposite of far was, and I came up with easy. Close. I'm dumb. <laughs> right in the middle. But yeah. Um, anyway, and so we get in there, and then they stick us in the little theater. I don't know if you've ever been to Coolidge Corner Theater, but it's upstairs. There's like this tiny little theater. Yeah, you sent me a picture. Right? It looked like somebody's house. I wasn't even trying to be funny. I was like, is that a theater? Yes. It, it looked like just a room with like a slightly big TV <laughs> on it, the wall. Uh, Rion, as we sat down, he goes like, yeah, we probably could have just done this in the chill zone, huh? Like, yeah. it's honestly like in terms of space to screen ratio, it's probably the, the chill zone might be better. I think you're right. <laughs> like legitimately, like not exaggerating. Um, I just, I don't know. That part sucked mm. and it was super uncomfortable. They're like those narrow rows. Anyway, that, be, that being said, I'm complaining enough. I Enough. fucking loved it. And for those that don't know, Red Rocket is the new movie from Sean Baker, the director of The Florida Project and uh, Tangerine, mm. both of which I didn't love, by the way. 
I'm a Florida Project guy. Florida Project's like a good movie, and I, I think I never finished Tangerine. Yeah, I don't think I did either. That one's but a little... This is excellent. And yeah. Simon Rex, it like start, it's like the Florida Project, but fun. Ooh. It like starts off fast. It never slows down. Simon Rex is like this loser, and he's like the least sympathetic yeah. character on the planet, and yet you're still rooting for him. It's like they have this like... It's just the whole movie's fucking great. I love that he's having a moment. It's like really Simon is. Rex coming out of nowhere and yeah. doing stuff. I loved almost everything about this movie. It's it's the story of like this loser guy who arrives in uh, middle of nowhere, Texas, by train, mm. or bus rather, by bus, and he walks to his ex wife's house and she's all mad at him. And then I love kinda, traveling by train. Sorry. He kind of like <laughs> Had to. I'm a fan of yes, and he just kind of digs up his old life, and he's a he's like a failed out of work guy, a porn star who left Ooh. California to come back to te left Texas to go to California for 15 years, and then he came back with his tail between his legs, mm. and he falls in love with this young girl. And if I I don't want to say much else because I'll spoil it, but when this yeah. movie comes to on demand, jump on it. I've heard people say it's kind of like uncut gemsy in that you're watching a guy just like dig himself into holes and like be a lunatic but you're still on board because he's charming you're still bummed out yeah when, yeah when things don't go his way this unfortunately isn't playing around me it's only like a in-town movie and it hasn't hit on demand yet but i am chomping at the bit to watch it yeah heard, I, I loved it i've heard from several people it's like yeah this was I couldn't have dug it more. It's funny. It's it's compelling. It's just you. It's unique. It's sexy. It's intelligent. The North End. Yes. I'm doing two voices at once here. Uh yeah. Mm. I Sean Baker's Red Rocket. Simon Rex reposted my Instagram the other day. Like, oh, yeah. I'm firing on all cylinders about this movie. I gave it four out of five on Letterboxd. Honestly, at this point, after a few days, hindsight wise, mm. I may even put it up higher. And Sean Baker, the director of this movie is on letterboxd which is fun that is Some, fun sometimes he watches like turkeys and it's like oh he's just like everybody else he's watching one of the gang yeah throwing out his reviews i don't know i just it was awesome it, i can't say enough oh, yeah. about this movie i don't want to gush but it's like i say we come on here and we bitch and we shit on movies and yeah. we're gonna do that with spencer. gush go we're ahead gonna and do gush. that about spencer after this so i figure it might as well like be positive while i can yeah <laughs> because i i almost never come down here and say like i didn't even look at my phone yeah i think which the is same. like never for me when i like something i'm like thank god i can <laughs> be positive for three minutes well i remember the days back in like oh five oh seven oh nine even when like every four or five movies there was a home run mm. and maybe i'm like glass half full or whatever that expression but glass their grass is greener kind of thing but nowadays uh, it's i think it's just because we've diluted content so much with streaming services yeah and no mm -hmm. one goes to the movies anymore that it's no longer an event. The movies. And uh, it's like people are, the amount of people that have the, that like, oh, I don't want to commit to a movie, but I'll watch five episodes of a TV show yeah. mentality are, is growing. Yeah, it's a bad scene. And I saw a story that Marvel movies oh, made God, up for 30% yeah. of the entire North American box office for the year 2021. So folks, it's only going to get worse. <laughs> buckle up right because if you're because it is a business as we've said and why on earth if you're you know the head of disney and you look at a movie like red rocket that probably will make 20 million dollars or if 12 that, million dollars yeah. or nine million dollars yeah, it's like a very much an indie right and then you look at morbius which isn't even a movie anyone should care about that'll probably make 400 million dollars and jared leto gets paid like a billion uh, yeah. it's just i'm just i don't know it's just yuck it's, and it's only in, oh coco come on coco you can't she does this here. we got three cats now and you're the only one that comes up on the fucking console sorry baby get out watch out watch out oh shit fuck fuck oh my god so we just had a uh a fun little spill we dropped a like a full soda. Coco is yeah. getting blamed for this, even though I was involved also. But what a fucked up! Tragedy. I think this is a sign that you are a soda boy. I mean, and that we need you to start drinking more water. Ooh, interesting. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to prolong the health of the the ones I care about, and I'm noticing that there's Ooh. a lot of bad habits going around. I mean, that is true. And I'm not saying I don't have one or two sodas a week. I do, but are you a daily soda guy? Not really, actually. I was expecting you to say yes, and I was going to say this is your intervention. <laughs> I've, um, ki- I've kind of cooled it with the, the McDonald's Sprite, like I like so much. It used to be like a daily thing. I've definitely dialed back as of late. But yeah, I mean, it is garbage. It's yeah. just sugar water. It's trash. You should never drink it. I but get it, though. Why would you not? I mean, it's delicious. And yeah. It's right there, and it's readily available. I, I fully understand where it's coming from. Um, where were we, though? Were we still talking about Red Rocket and how great it was? Go see I it. It's so, a cool yeah. corner. It's at the Kendall Square for Boston listeners, that is. It's a lot of places. Go see it. I feel like it'll be on demand soon. Probably, uh, yeah. I kind of want to see it again, to be honest. Ooh, one of those. See, that's what we were talking about earlier. You want that. You want to watch it again. You want to be thinking that about a movie. I, I, I wish there were more movies that made me feel that way. Yeah. Make me feel good. We also watched Spencer this week, which Woof. is not to be confused with Spencer Confidential, the Mark Wahlberg Netflix vehicle. I'm stealing Brian's bit. How you doing, Brian? I was going to say that was my bit. Yeah. Oh, wasn't it? I'm stealing your bit also. I'm stealing I believe bit. I said, why don't we just you just watch Spencer Confidential yeah. instead when you <laughs> asked if you could watch my Spencer. I'm taking credit there. Brian, I know you listen. If, <laughs> if you want to box about it on Twitter, be my guest. Ooh, and Send me a tweet. Hell yeah. Subreddit me. But yeah, this is uh, Spencer, the movie about Princess Di, starring Kristen Stewart in the titular role. Our titular role doesn't work there, but... This is the big like Oscar movie this year. Everyone's saying she's like a shoe in to win. What did you think of her performance in this picture as Lady Di? Like, yeah, she was good. It was just so blah. It was like overly British and boring. And yeah, I actually I think she's really good and kind of underrated in a lot of stuff. I was ready to be like wowed by this movie or her performance in it. She was good, but didn't like knock my socks off in any way. She's very understated in everything. And I yeah. think a lot of movies think like we nailed the wardrobe and like she looks just like her mm. and the rest will just fall into place. I don't think she looked enough like her to... They could have done a, a, a couple of facial prosthetics or something. It was like different forehead, different nose. Yeah. It was... I, this was like one of the most British movies ever made. Oh, yeah. Like imp- that guy, like you were saying, Timothy Spall... Who's like a big that guy? You see him pop up. I think yeah. he was in the Harry Potter movies. He's just like a <laughs> who did guy he play like guys. like Snape's uncle or something? <laughs> Probably. That guy's so British. Yeah, it's just like laughable how British he is. And this, you know, it's kind of a chore to sit through. I made it through based entirely on the fact that I was trapped on a JetBlue flight back from Florida. Yeah, and I had like. The only movies I had to watch were movies I've already seen a thousand times. Mm. So I just said, this is it. Yeah. To shut something on a plane, it's got to be like a real. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like this wasn't bad. It had a lot of good stuff going for it. It had a good score by Mika Levi. It's very like weird, like haunting kind of music. Did you notice that at all? No, I did not. <laughs> okay. Just me. Just Scotty. I yeah. will never notice the score of a movie unless it's like. <laughs> drive or something where it's just like so in your face yeah other than that it's not even on my radar you know i don't like music though i'm just that's it i have bad taste in music i don't really listen to it he's one a lot of movie scores just like oh this is movie music and certain guys like do something wacky this guy's like doing something kind of different he also did the score for that movie jackie did you ever see that no, I planned on shutting that and never got around to it. I think the director of Spencer did that too. It's a very similar movie where Natalie Portman plays uh, Jackie Kennedy. I was going to say that's like the same. Looked from the trailer, looked like the same fucking movie. It literally is. It's just about different historical babes. I'll be honest, just thinking about it. <laughs> but yeah, the, I don't know, Kristen Stewart, she was good. Sure. I don't know about Oscar good, but. She made it. I don't even watchable. know who she's competing against this year. Yeah, like whoever the female lead and fuck, I can't even think of a movie stupid enough <laughs> to Jungle reference. Jungle Cruise. Yeah, 
Emily her, Blunt. Her and Emily Blunt going toe to toe. Green light. But yeah, if you're in the mood for like a, a homework movie where you also, I, I feel like I didn't learn much about Princess Die. It was one of the things where I was like, should I have gone into this knowing more? And I, spoiler alert. You don't even get to watch her die, <laughs> which is like the entire reason I got it. I could tell that it wasn't going to be one of those kind of movies. Come on. Classic. Is that a turkey? I'm going to get it. Yeah, get him on. Hello, this is Ryan. Hello, this is Massachusetts General Hospital. Calling to confirm a virtual visit for Ryan on Thursday, January 13th at 7. 55 a.m. Please note this is not an in-person visit. Please sign Reminder, get wart cream for giant wart on ass. Did they say confirm, press one? Yes. Okay. He's back. All right, cool. This is for my, uh, this is for my brain magnets thing. Ooh. Where they're gonna shock your boy back into not wanting to fucking jump off a cliff? Hell yeah! So let's see how that goes. Cause I'm at the end of my rope over here. Oh, I've had it. Gets I give it. up. Wow, that's fucked um, up. But fair. Yeah, and we'll see. It starts. I'm, I'm doing a virtual consult on Thursday. To see, I did all the. I did the questionnaire yesterday, and it literally has you go through every depression medication that you've ever taken. Mm. And like that goes back to 1998 so or seven even. So I was like, fuck, I, I, it's a lot. A lot, a long history. Oh boy. So we'll see. I'm going to keep you guys updated on that stuff because I think it could be a good one. Oh yeah. Um. Anyway, Spencer was boring. Yeah. That's like, a good. So boring. That's a good one word review for Spencer. Boring. I think Kristen Stewart does not get as much credit as she deserves. I think the Twilight movies, like without Robert Pattinson, overshadow her a little bit. Mm. And I do believe she's talented and likable, but this was just not a movie for me. She was the best part of it, but it was just kind of slow. And it was like, there was a couple of scenes where you're like, this could get good. And I was like reading along with a summary to stay engaged. I do that on boring movies. I'm like, Mm. I recap just to like keep myself dialed in. (laughs) Yeah, like, okay, let me try to stay on board with this. Give me something I can work with and in some way. I get that. But um, the table's crooked, so we gotta keep hands off. We gotta fix. Um what else did we watch? That's it for me. I didn't really watch a lot this week. I've still been ripping through Always Sunny and it's still great. Oh yeah, you're going through most of it for the first time ever. Yeah. Which is fun. The I rewatched The Dark Knight the other day. I thought it was pretty good. Has anyone ever heard of that or seen that? You think? You it's like it? a yeah. It's a, it's pretty good. It's Christopher Nolan's best movie. How yeah. about that? How's that grab you, kid? I mean, that's fine. That's probably most people's take. People get so mad when I have that take. Why? What is? What do they think it is? I think most people think it's ten. Uh, uh, the movie where they're going backwards not the backwards movie the backwards man the backwards man um what's the one with dicaprio oh inception inception yes i think most people think it's that or dunkirk are the two that people throw around Mm. i celebrate his whole catalog but uh yeah that was good i don't think i watched too much else is that good maybe we watch a little wedding crashes i got a cued so let's do it all right I'm going to turn it up, though. It was too quiet last week. Uh, Mr. President. <laughs> oh. We're, this is new. We're buffering. <laughs> I don't know if we've had a buffer in here before. Yeah. Our 90 seconds have been compromised. I was just settling in. Does it count? What the fuck? As I'm part a, of the 90, if the internet is buffering? Monty, we're going to need you to figure this out for us. So keep him up. Sick. We're just staring at a odd freeze frame of Vince Vaughn. Um, also, do you watch How hey, To with up. John Wilson? Have you been watching that at all? Mm, no, nah, I gave up on that one. Season two ended. It was strong. Enjoyed it muchly. Uh, this dead air. 
We've been derailed since we had to move the fucking table, if I'm going to be honest. It killed my whole flow. <laughs> We're dead in the fucking water. Wedding crashers isn't happening either. I'm just going to play the music. Folks, that's enough. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's laughing. He's, he gets it. He's laughing. Fucking won't even load. I'm going to wow. sit here while it's loading. Like, oh, you guys, it's going to work now. So anyway, you can find me uh, standing on the Sagamore Bridge. <laughs> considering jumping off before my appointment with the magnet doctors to fix my brain so my name is ryan and i've had enough here's hoops word you can find me trying to coax ank off the ledge on the sagamore bridge and why don't you shoot us an email we'd love to hear from you about what you've been watching or what you think about the program until then i think that's enough maybe have, have a, a go, go? yeah <laughs> bye team.